The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, coming to you from the Lee Company studio right here in Columbia, Tennessee. Home of WKOM 1017 FM and Front Porch Sports. Make sure to visit the website, wkomradio.com, frontporchradiotn.com. You can find the sports tab on that website where our podcast is available and where you can listen live worldwide, worldwide, Mr. Worldwide. It's about that time. Set the roof on fire. So there's that. Um, also on Tuesday and Thursday down at WZYX, our friends at the Eagle hanging out with us uh, at Eagle WZYX on Twitter. Check them out. Now, since we're on in Franklin County today, uh, we learned about this development last week, I think. Thursday. Sometime last week. Mm-hmm. And it's always fun to get a chance to talk to a, a new Franklin County coach when we are on the air in Franklin County. So this morning, uh, we're going to bring in Sam Charlton. But first, we got to tell you about this segment being sponsored by our friends at Jones and Lang. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Thanks, Mo. Appreciate you. Um, Let's talk to Sam Charlton, brand new Franklin County boys basketball coach on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Coach, welcome into the show and thank you. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you, Coach. Um, as I mentioned when we spoke on the phone a couple of days ago, last we talked, it was in the um, interview room over at Murphy Center after your um, North Green Huskies defeated Richland in the opening round of the Class A state tournament. Um Take us through the last two months. Golly, I mean, it's, it's been a whirlwind. Um, like I said, I had a state tournament run in, in basketball. Uh, then I, I'm assistant on the softball team, so we also went down to the state tournament in softball. Tough draw um, so, there in that first round, Coach. Yeah, yeah got uh, <laughs> Summertown. Got, she can, she's a stud. She can, she can really throw ball. So, yeah, that's a tough draw for us. But, no, um, was able to – Kind of caught wind of this job. Was able to put in for it, interview for it. Um, lucky enough to get it. Uh, people might ask, I mean, all the success in North Green, why why move four hours away? But I was just ready for a, a new challenge at a higher level, kind of get out of my comfort zone. Last two or three weeks, really been a whirlwind. I got in last week, met the team. Um, I finally found me a place to stay down here, so trying to take care of that. Uh, we're going to have tryouts today, so it, it's an exciting time for me, but also it's kind of a crazy time. So. Well, I'm, so I'm glad, really excited about that. We're, we're glad you found a place to stay because that's a bit of a commute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been a tough commute, four hours. <laughs> oh, man, um, what is it that attracted you to this particular job, Coach? I just think it, it's at the highest level. Um, I've been single A the last couple of years, um, had lots of success. Kind of had a goal to move up. Um, to the highest level and be able to compete with, with the big boys. So this job was open. Um, did a little research on it. I think this is a great place to live, great school, great place to be. 
they was able to watch some film. I think they have talent. Um, being kind of middle of the road last couple of years, but they're talented, and I'm excited to get in here and try to try to make this place uh, compete for some district championships in the near future. So really excited. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with newly named Franklin County boys basketball coach Sam Tarleton. And, um, Coach, as you mentioned, um, it's it's the highest level. Franklin County, with the reclassification, the um, the new four-class system that there will be for boys and girls basketball, baseball, and softball starting this upcoming school year, Franklin County will be in District 6-4A along with Coffee County, Shelbyville, and Warren County. So I guess the good thing is you're automatically assured a spot in the region. Yeah, they, they told me something will be wrong if I, if I don't at least make the region. That's the only way I'd be in trouble. So. Now, um, that Region 3, District 6, matches up with District 5, which includes Bradley Central, Cleveland, McMinn, Ottawa, Ray County, Howard and Walker Valley. So you're catching um, some pretty tough competition out of Cleveland at the region level. Mm-hmm. Um, will you try to um, will you try to schedule some over that way, or has your schedule already been made? The, uh, I'm actually we're kind of behind the eight ball on that. There was actually some five or six open games, and I've been emailing from anybody from here to Nashville to Murfreesboro to anywhere, just trying to fill our schedule. But no, we'll be open. We'll be open to play anybody. Um, like I said, we're going to – anybody, anywhere, just try to go out and compete. Like I said, I think our district's tough, our region's tough, and then when you get down to sub-state level, it's probably even tougher. So, like I said, um, just it's the highest level, but we're excited for the challenge, get in here and start to get to work. But, yeah, as far as playing, um, we're needing some games actually right now. So, if anybody out there listening needs, needs a game or two, feel free to holler at me. I'm sure there's already a, at least a home-and-home home with – Nick Campbell and Columbia Central on the books. I'd, I'd like to think that, you know, those old District 8 AAA teams are going to continue to try to play each other. Yeah, I, I think that would be a good thing, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, Coach, that you were, again, in Murfreesboro for Spring Fling with the North Green softball team. Um, Franklin County just named a new softball coach as well, Kelly Kennedy. Are you going to be working with her on that? or As of, as of right now, I'm not. Um, I actually got the opportunity to meet her last week, so uh, I don't know. I don't know if she's even looking for an assistant, so we'll kind of cross <laughs> that bridge when it – I'm sure she she'll be just fine without me uh, getting in there and messing it up. But um, no, no, she had I had I haven't um, been asked or or I haven't had the opportunity to do that yet. But I don't know that I wouldn't be open to it if if the opportunity arose. Looking at your background, coach, um, two sport athlete at the high school level played baseball and basketball at David Crockett. Mm-hmm. Um, played baseball at Milligan. Yep. All conference two years and um, yep. went on to serve as an assistant at Milligan for three years. How did you wind up in basketball? Well, my dad was a basketball coach uh, for 30 years in in Washington County. Um, so I, basketball is always kind of my first love. Um, kind of vertically challenged, I'll say. <laughs> so I wasn't really, wasn't really very athletic as far as you didn't get the high gene, but I was able to shoot a little bit, and uh, I was a pretty good high school player. Um, but as far as college goes, baseball is always my best sport. So got the opportunity to play that in college. But, no, just growing up in the gym, being around him, like I said, basketball has always been my first love. I think it's just a little bit more exciting for me. I like the, the emotion of basketball, and everybody's kind of – you get to see the faces, and it's fast-paced. So I've always been more drawn to coaching basketball. Like I said, I got this – chance to uh, coach in college as a GA at, uh, for the baseball team at Milligan, but I mean, I would always be up there hanging around the basketball practice knowing something that might be something I wanted to do, and when I got my first opportunity at the middle school level, um, I'm, basketball is just my favorite, so I've, I've really dug in the last three, four, five years, trying to learn as much as I can, and um, got the opportunity young at North Green to kind of learn on the fly, so no, basketball is definitely a big love of mine, along with baseball and softball, but just sports in general, but that's kind of how I got my um, introduction to basketball. My dad was a basketball coach for, for 30 years in Washington County. That's a good way to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, three district championships, two region championships, um, first state tournament appearance in 20-plus years for North Green, um, mm-hmm. 107 and 36. So, obviously, um, success has been in your background. Um, 
How do you continue that at this stop? Uh, I've been lucky. Um, when I was at North Green, I kind of got tossed into a good situation with some good players. But no, it's all about getting in and getting down your core values and standards, um, getting that stuff in and setting your culture. I think that's huge. I think that's the first thing I'll try to do when I get here, try to get our culture in place, our values in place, and then you get in there and you work really, really hard, and it, and it all kinds of it just kind of falls into place for you. So, but no, that's a big thing. Get your get your core values, your standards. Get in here and get to meet the guys this summer. Get in place what we want to get in place. And um, if you do things the right way and work hard, the wins kind of just are, are a byproduct of that. Well, we'll be certainly uh, paying attention to your teams as uh, even though it is no longer the 8 AAA that we have all grown to know and love. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck. And uh, we appreciate you taking some time with us and, and letting us get to know you a little bit. And yes, we'll certainly be uh, keeping an eye out on you. Sounds good. Well, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. All right, Sam Tarleton, the new Franklin County boys basketball coach, former North Green coach, joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline today. We are so excited to have had him. We are up against the top of the hour, which means we are about to head to break. We've got Marin Angus on the other side of this to talk Women's College World Series, uh, Florida State and Oklahoma as they get ready to take the take the field for a game one of that three-game series. We've got Braves, Sounds, and, of course, Top 5 Tuesday, where we give you our top five on-screen crushes. So it should be fun. Stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back in the Lee Company studio right after this. Folks, the Right Care Walk-In Clinic, located in front of Walmart, is open 11 to 11 every day of the week. If your kid gets sick when you get home from work and your child needs to be seen but your provider's office is closed, come see us. We see children, adults, geriatric folks. Folks, we've been open 10 years and we stay late, so you don't have to wait at the emergency room to get the care that you deserve. The Right Care. We're open 11 to 11 every day in front of Walmart, Columbia, Tennessee. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. Arby's two for six everyday value deal. Crispy fish sandwiches, classic beef and cheddars, turkey and Swiss wraps, buffalo chicken sandwiches. There's a little something for everyone in here. Even the elusive person who chooses to pair a crispy fish sandwich with a side of turkey and Swiss wrap. Arby's sees you. Come get Arby's two for six everyday value. Arby's, we have the meats. At participating Arby's for a limited time. This is Maurice Patton with Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. This is Front Porch Radio News on WKOM, Columbia. Southern Middle Tennessee anglers will head out across the state this Saturday. That is when the state holds its annual free fishing day, when anybody can fish for free without a license in any of Tennessee's public waters. Communities plan special events to support free fishing day. New data shows that Tennessee is one of only six states that have vaccinated less than half of their adult population. State health officials say vaccination rates in the volunteer state began falling in April, a decline that has continued. In Nashville, health officials say that 48% of the city's population has received its first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Around the state, vaccination rates are lower than Nashville's rate. The latest census figures show more than 836,000 Tennesseans do not have health insurance. 
Governor Bill Lee is pushing to have a Medicaid block grant waiver program approved by the Biden administration to help pay for insurance for those residents. The Trump administration had approved the waiver, but Lee is waiting to see whether Biden will apply new rules to the waiver. Lee also wants to receive the grant money in a lump sum, which would be the first time that has happened for the state. A nationwide study of states and dangerous driving habits shows Tennessee ranks in the top 10 states with the least distracted motorists. The report comes from two groups called Whistle Out and We Save Lives. They say an average of 260 teenage drivers are killed every year during the deadliest days of summer between June and September. Distracted driving is blamed for at least 60% of fatalities. Tennessee is ranked eighth among all states for least distracted drivers. I hope you've had a chance to dry your foul weather gear out. You're going to need it again. Your front porch forecast has a 70% chance of thunderstorms today and tonight and a 60% chance of them tomorrow. 82 today, 68 tonight, and 80 tomorrow. I'm Ron Jordan, Front Porch Radio News. This summer, take a trip to where it's hot, 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 and find yourself on white hot sands beneath a flaming hot sun, enjoying a blazing hot summer. Or if that's not an option, take the white hot, blazing hot, or flaming hot fun of summer wherever summer takes you with new June Instant Games only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Quick cash could do you right. Quick cash could do you right. You could win some cash in an instant. You could win it later that night. Fun now, fun later. Add quick cash to a drawing game. Like Lotto America, Cash for Life, and even Tennessee Cash. Add quick cash to any of them, and you can win cash in the flash. Days of days to play quick cash from the Tennessee Lottery. It's game-changing fun. Ooh. Now please play responsibly. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Coming to you live from the Lee Company Studio right here in Columbia, the Front Porch Sports Headquarters, WKOM 1017 FM. Also gracing the airwaves of Eagle 94.5. WZYX in Franklin County. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. And as always, I, I'm sure Al and the gang are getting ready to record um, Southern Middle Tennessee Outdoors. They'll record that tomorrow, and it'll play on Thursday at 1.05 and again at 5.05. Mm-hmm. And then it's 7.05 a.m. on Saturday morning, which is that's early on Saturday. <laughs> no, well, but the thing is, you know, the people who are listening to that, if you're on your way to the lake or if you're it's on your way to the say. deer stand or whatever else, you can um, check actually, it out. Actually, on, yeah, at you're, 7, you're probably already there. Either, okay, well, and, and there you go. I just showed my ignorance because I'm not on my way to either. The deer stand, you're probably on your way home. Out. Yeah, <laughs> you could be on the way the out. deer stand. Okay. Or ho- hopefully, but, you're but on your way to clean it. You're on the way to field clean been, it. So. You know? But the lake, yeah. I yeah. mean, 7.05 on a Saturday morning is a good time. So listen to, uh, to Al and the gang. They, they give you a, a bunch of great information on Southern Middle Tennessee Outdoors. Again, that's on uh, Eagle 94.5 in Franklin County, WZYX Radio. Uh, you can also hear them worldwide on WZYXRadio.com. You can hear us worldwide 
FrontPorchRadioTN.com. Watching us on Twitter and on Facebook as we are excited to bring in our third consecutive guest of the day. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know who wants to hear me and Mo talk anyway. I mean, not for hours at a time. <laughs> so it's much better when we can bring in the experts uh, like Running Polls podcast co-host Marin Angus to talk about the Women's College World Series. So Marin joins us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline for the second time in during this this college, Women's College World Series tournament. Uh we're excited to have her. So, Marin, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. But uh, you know, I'm in a great mood. How are you? I think you're a little not you're good. a little upset. Yeah, <laughs> not good. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Hey, look. Uh, clearly, you know, I, I was not expecting Florida State to come in and be as dominant in the circle as they have been. And outside of that first game, they were pretty well dominant so congratulations to the lady seminoles right it, it was i was talking to i was actually talking to my mom about this last night i said you know the funniest thing about florida state is that nobody really considers them for a national championship because the acc is still like the, the little sister and then you're in Oklahoma, so you've got a bunch of people who are obviously pulling for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at the matchup itself, and you look at the pitching staff for Florida State against the pitching staff of other teams, last night the three pitchers uh, that threw for Florida State, two of them were transfers, and one was originally committed to James Madison. Hmm. Oh. That's that's <laughs> ironic. <laughs> that is ironic. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So Cat Sandercock was originally committed to James Madison, and then Palin Arnold came in. She transferred from Tennessee, and then Danielle Watson came in, and she transferred from Louisville. So it, it was just it was a little it was very interesting to me to see the flow of that game and a player like Daniel Watson close the door on Alabama that isn't that wasn't the pitcher that I had in mind to to slam the door on Alabama you can't win games if you don't score runs and Florida State absolutely shut, shut down Alabama twice I mean I, yes they scored five runs yesterday but when you're up big you can kind of throw strikes and let your team get outs and sometimes runs are going to score that happens but and in both baseball softball any any sport like that but this what i was more surprised about i'm sure everyone else was was how well florida state hit montana fouts i mean is that why she didn't pitch on wednesday or or, i'm sorry on on Sunday? sunday yeah you know was there or was there an obvious you know they have they may have a, a beat owner i don't know but uh it, it was pretty tough to watch the first three innings of that yeah but i i put out a tweet yesterday the sixth run that florida state scored was a play at the plate mm-hmm. and she was out at the plate she was out i will agree with you there she was out so, if that call was made properly, they don't score again that inning. That's true. And now we're talking about a completely different ball game because now Florida State only has five runs instead of six. Now you're looking at a five-five ball game, possibly. But I mean, it is what it is because softball doesn't have instant replay, and honestly, I don't know when it will. Although it absolutely should for the Women's College World Series. There's plenty of camera angles. There's plenty of opportunity. The College World Series has it in the, on the men's side. So no reason for the Women's College World Series not to have that option at least. Yeah, they're going to say it comes down to money, right? They're going to say, well, it's too expensive to get all of that equipment for instant replay. 
And I, we're already talking about a tournament that's running half the amount of time as the men's tournament. So are they really going to go out of their way? No. No, they're not. <laughs> now, l- 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 let me ask you this as, as far as that Florida State Alabama game, because I mentioned this yesterday. I thought because of the delay that Florida State actually had the advantage against Alabama because they didn't have to come back and play later that day, whereas had it been a normal tournament, there would have been two games that day and Florida State would have had to face Montana Fouts after sitting and waiting all day long and being a little bit more tired. Do you feel like that's an accurate statement, that they were able to to get a little rest and that was an advantage for them? I do, because you're talking about a Florida State team that played in the middle of the night the night before, mm-hmm. and then they would have had to do that again because – the way that the schedule was made ahead of time, you play. It's a, it, basically the if necessary games. It turns the day into a quadruple header if both of them need an if an if game. And when Florida State won the first game, it pushed both games to the next day because they finally realized that they couldn't have the same team play in the middle of the night again. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very, you know, a lot of people talk about talk about that during the week. Um, why why softball was playing multiple games in a day? Why are they playing in the middle of the night? I mean, we grew up playing that way. Yep. I can't tell you how many times we play in a tournament where we're playing four, five, six games on an if we're coming through the losers bracket in one day, and then. If there is a delay, and most of the time there is, because you're not you're not going to stay on schedule in a tournament ever, and you're going to end up playing late at night. So it's what it's what we're used to. It's not you know we don't need softball doesn't need five days of rest between starts. You know, look at look at what these pitchers are doing. They come in, Odyssey Alexander through. With, what was that stat? Some ridiculous number of pitches. It was 1,067. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no baseball pitcher is going to throw that in a week. 64.2 uh, of her team's 73 innings. That's like a whole season for a baseball pitcher. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so that said, Marin, and we're on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Marin Angus of Running Poles Podcast. With that said, that softball players are used to that type schedule. Why are we complaining? Who's complaining? I have. I don't understand why we are complaining. I don't think. I don't think any. I don't think players and coaches were complaining. I don't. I think it was a. Well, to me, if if the players and the coaches aren't bothered by it, let's play why ball. should anybody else be? I agree. I mean, if I it's too if it's too late for you to stay up and watch, go to bed like I did Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, if it's if a the, TV if thing, it's if a the TV participants thing. aren't bothered by it, then. I don't know why anybody else should be. Well, that is exactly what I'm saying. It's a TV thing. Yeah. TV controls everything. Right. Exactly. That, that's the issue because now what we're looking at, that we've got some complaining already coming up because the schedule was pushed back a day. You're looking at a possible, if necessary, game for the national championship at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. In the middle of the afternoon. Because because they've got the something NBA, else on Thursday night. The NBA because the NBA has a doubleheader on ESPN that night. TV controls everything. This is this is not this is not a this is I mean it's not complaining by the the players. Yeah, it's like you said, TV controls everything, which comes back down to why the bracket looks the way it does. Exactly. Now. On the other side of the bracket, Oklahoma did exactly what they had to do. Uh, I don't think anybody expected them to have to go through the loser's bracket to do it, but they're exactly where they're supposed to be. Now, 
<laughs> James Madison might beg to differ, but go well, ahead. I mean, they lost two out of three. So, and Oklahoma's the number one team in the country. They're, they were supposed to be there. That, everybody in the country said Oklahoma's supposed to be in the championship game. That's why they were the number one seed. I get that. But you cannot discount the way that James Madison put their program on the map. Oh, for sure. They're still the talk of the tournament. They're not even playing anymore. Exactly. We're going to... We're going to go into this national championship, the start of the national championship series tonight, and I think we're going to probably hear more about Odyssey Alexander than we are about Warren or than we are about Pat Sandertalk, because Odyssey Alexander, basically, she turned that tournament on its head and invited in an audience that typically doesn't watch. And let let me stop you just a second, Marion, because this is something that I've thought about. How does the NCAA, how does the sport of softball build on that? Because Odyssey is a redshirt senior. She's done. She's played her last game at the collegiate level, which means that she has pretty well maxed out her exposure. But how does the sport and how does the NCAA build on that audience that she brought in this week? You've got to be willing to put other schools in the spotlight because that's, that's what happens when, when you get a tournament like this and you, you get a run from a team like James Madison, they, they're opening doors for other conferences, for other schools. For the longest time, we've talked about the Power Five program and Louisiana Lafayette Sport and James Madison for a, for a good while now with Megan Good and Jalen Ford, uh, but they could never get out of Super Regional. And now you're looking at you're, you're looking at just on social media, you're looking at girls that are wanting to go to James Madison and it gives these kids opportunity now to see that, Hey, you know what? Maybe I don't need to go to Oklahoma. Maybe I don't need to go to Oklahoma state. Maybe I don't need to go to Tennessee. You don't know this Marin, but you just made the same argument that everybody who's in favor of expanding the college football playoffs has made for the last four years. Um, so just F- I think FYI. she's I think she's also made a recruiting pitch for about eighty percent of the college softball coaches in the country. That's exactly right. I mean, that's 100%. what Odyssey did. Odyssey yeah. is, the, is she is the the the, the golden child. child. She is the golden child of those eighty percent of coaches. Like, hey, you could be her. Right. And and you don't have to go to. Florida State. You don't have to go to Alabama and sit behind Montana. You don't have to go to Cat Carter. You know Georgia or wherever else. Yeah, you can yeah. go somewhere, come and build something instead of going and being a part of something. That and I I will give that pitch all day long. Why Why would you rather go be a part of something that maybe you're you won't be remembered for? Or you can go down as a legend. I mean, there there are only so many Jenny uh, Finches and Lauren Chamberlains in the world, right? Right, right, right. And who 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 supersede and transcend the program success as individuals? Mm-hmm. But Odyssey Alexander is the face of James Madison, and she's not even the first good pitcher they've had. <laughs> Like right. you just said, I mean, she came in and built on, you know, they had built a program there. Right. She's just the one who got them over the top. And if you can be the one to get, get them over the top, you become a household name. And that's that's pretty cool. Well, and I'm just going to tell you that that play that she made on that squeeze, that's. That's a, that is an S, that's an ESPY award winning play. It's one of the best plays. I, I, that's, I can't think of a better play that I've seen in baseball or softball at any level just when you combine the athleticism and the IQ that it took right. 
to make that play. I mean, that's that's a legend making a legendary play. That's big players making big plays in big games. That's it. You know. And, and to have the awareness to get up after that and find the trail, and find the, the runner. trail runner. Yep. To find the runner. That was it, – it's just – it goes to show that there are some – there's value in players who only play high school ball. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you can play, they'll find you. That's not always the case, but it wasn't hers, and I certainly am thankful for it because I am this is, happy yeah. to have watched her. I feel like this also opens the door for another conversation that we can have later down the line and get into details about it, but there are states that surround Tennessee that play high school softball in the fall. And that gives college coaches a chance to go out and watch you play I'm tr- for your high school team. I'm advocating for swapping volleyball and softball. Volleyball oh, in the spring. Yeah. See? See? I have someone on my side, Mo. Oh, you got a lot of folks on your side. <laughs> I think there's a lot of folks on the other side, too. Yeah. So. I'm just saying. You because put- you, you look at you look at Georgia – They've got one of the best high school softball tournaments in the country, and it's in the fall. And it is an audience full of college coaches. There are high school athletic administrators that would tell you we're not here for college athletics. It, I know one of them pretty well. So um, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting scenario. It's an in, interesting conversation, um, and it's probably one that needs to be had. But um, I guess I'm just a traditionalist. I don't know. Um, it, well, and like I said, it, it, it depends it on what the tradition change. is. Yeah. It it does. It requires change, but change is sometimes a good thing. You can look at. There's a story that. Patrick Murphy told about Montana Fouts playing up in Grayson, Kentucky, and where her high school field was and how he had to drive down a gravel road to get there. But he went to go watch her play in a high school game because he had the time to do it. That's where you find out about the kids playing at home. You're not going to find out about kids playing in an exposure tournament in Colorado for a couple innings just to, to show a college coach her swing. I mean, so I believe that if if high school athletics are about the well-being of the student athlete, and maybe it is time for change. Maybe it is. We will certainly have that conversation ongoing. I have a feeling, <laughs> yeah, Aaron. No thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us. Uh, tell us a little bit about. This week's podcast on running polls because you have a fantastic special guest joining you. Yes, I am so excited. So we will have Casey Stangle joining us this week, who is the director of operations for the Vanderbilt football team. But she has this unique perspective because she played in the Women's College World Series with Washington and then was on staff with Vanderbilt the College World Series in Omaha. So when we see these comparisons online right now about the women's and the men, why not just go directly to the source who's played and participated in both? So we will have Casey Stengel on this week, and we will hopefully get that edited and out to the public tomorrow. There you go. Wherever you get your podcast, check it out, Running Polls Podcast, at Running Polls Pod, at Marin underscore Angus to follow her uh, make sure to do both of those. Again, Marin, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. Hopefully I can come back before we have a national champion. Uh, we'll see. Um, again, Marin Angus on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline joining us on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. We're going to take a break because we are going to move into baseball as the Atlanta Braves get set to take on the Philadelphia Phillies in a three-game series. Uh, it starts tonight. We've got super regional matchups that are set, so we will give you those. And, of course, talk a little bit about the Sounds, who start a six-game series tonight as well at First Horizon Park, weather permitting. 
Uh, we will be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, so stick around. We'll be coming back from the Lee Company studio right after this. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint chris yow mo Patton, coach mike and in turn two lawson smith in the house happy to have you guys with us here on wkom 1017 fm front porch radio this is the lee company studio in the front porch radio headquarters What's up? What's up? Oh, you leaned in. I thought you had something to say. Oh, no. I was just. I got something to say. <laughs> well, I mean, I will. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't at this exact moment. Well, we're also down at Eagle 94.5 WZYX in Franklin County. So thank you to those folks and you listeners who are listening there in Franklin County, watching on Facebook. Or on Twitter. Thank you guys so much. We are happy to have you. If you're listening on the podcast, we appreciate you as well. Uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. SM-TNSports.com. If you missed any part of today's show, the podcast tab will take you exactly where you need to go to hear, whether it's uh, the high school portion or uh, you want to hear the other hour. <laughs> I don't know what we call this hour. It's just regular sports talk, I guess. Um, teams you care about. It's the teams you care about right here on Whether Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. The Braves, the Sounds, the Titans, whoever you want to talk about at that moment. Who do you moment. care about? Let us know. If you're on Facebook and you find us Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, we are live right now. And if you if you do comment, uh, we can see it. Matter of fact, uh, Eric, Eric Coble uh, said to, quote, preach, brother. I guess that was about the softball in the fall because his next comment was softball in the fall, exclamation, exclamation. My, here's my question. Where is Eric? Uh, I'm sure he's on his way home from Oklahoma City today. So are they done? Yeah, they, they won the tournament yesterday oh. and uh, went, I think, the, in the gold tournament. You know how they split mm -hmm. them up after pool play. They won the gold tournament, which is for one and two seeds. They at Bottom of the seventh, down four to two, came back and won five four to win the championship. So. That's pretty cool. Congratulations. Uh, got a big series coming up with the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves. This one is is huge because, one, they essentially are half game separated, and this series could go a long way for uh, the Braves to get over 500 potentially. Here's here's a scenario. This is a three game series. Mm -hmm. We'll be 500 when it's over. Yeah, and then lose four to whoever we play next. I, I think they. I think they either lose tonight and win the next two, or win, lose, win. Or I, I don't see them going over 500 just because they've avoided that like the plague to this point. So, but I do think if you win two of three. In this series, you've you kind of accomplished something, and you're you're winning series. So this is weird. We go from Philadelphia to Miami with no off day, and then come home. That's weird. Philly to Miami. That seems odd. Welcome to Miami. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know how to say. Ambenino Miami. 
I think he just said it. Something like that. I don't know if I pronounced it correctly. Will, I'm not sure Will Smith cr- pronounced it correctly either. If there's, if that's, I don't, I don't know. Most likely not. I, I don't. I don't picture Will Smith as being fluent in Spanish. Now I could be wrong. I could be underselling him. But, I couldn't tell you. No, I don't know. We're not close like that. I don't, I don't know. I wish we were. Big wheel. <laughs> the, Bringing the heat. Yeah, so the Braves 28-29 going into this matchup tonight against the host Phillies 28-30. That's a 6.05 start tonight. Um, according to the illustrious potentate, this game should be on our sister station, 103.7 WKRM. Pre-game would be at 5 4.50, excuse me, 4.50, an hour and 15 minutes before game time. So, um, Drew Smiley gets the start for the Braves, 2-3 and three with a 5.98 ERA. Smiley versus Nola? Well, yep. the, the, better win games two and three. And then there you go. Hence, the, the Phillies, hence Moe's prediction. The Phillies roll out Aaron <laughs> Nola of the 4-4, four and 3.84 four, four variety. Atlanta coming off a 4-3 and three homestand. Split with the Nets. Two and one against the Dodgers. You know, with split everything with that's been Nets. split with the Nets. Won the first one and the last one. Yeah. Should have should not have split with the Nationals. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Um, we got a lot going on in this segment, so let's just um get right to this day in Braves history. On June seventh, nineteen sixty one. Trailing by eight in the seventh inning on getaway day at Crosley Field. The Milwaukee Braves exploded for four consecutive home runs. Eddie Matthews hit a two-run shot, followed by a Hank Aaron solo, a Joe Adcock solo, and a Frank Thomas solo. Thomas's home run helped the Braves break the previous Major League record of three consecutive home runs, which had been done 46 different times. <laughs> I don't want to read this last sentence. It's just so typical. It's it, and there you go. <laughs> Despite another Matthews home solo in the eighth, the Braves fell 10-8 to the host Cincinnati Reds. They hit six home runs in that ballgame and lost. <laughs> they hit six home runs, so it sounds like they might have scored all of their runs via home run. And it looks like maybe all of their home runs were one, solos two, instead of Matthews's. One, two, three, four, five, six, six of their eight. I was told there would be no math, but I'm pretty sure I got mm-hmm. six right. Yeah. So, and that record still stands, by the way. So four consecutive homers is, is the record. Mm-hmm. Has it been done since? I'm that, sure. That you would like to think. I'm but sure it has. Especially in this live ball era. But um, no, couldn't find another one. So that record was set what 50 years ago. Today. You said there would be no math. Yeah. <laughs> A uh, couple other notes. Loretto's Ryan Weathers. I'm pretty sure that last night marked his first victory as a starter. I think so, too. Because he improved to 3-2 and two on the year as San Diego defeated the Cubs 9-4. Sorry, Lawson. Um, went five innings, which I, I don't think he's gone five Let's see. I don't think he's gone five. Well, he went 5.2 against the Dodgers, but did not get the decision back on April 22nd. And he went five against the Cubs in his last start back on June 1st and took the loss in a 3-4 Cubs victory there. Is that not the one where he came in the second inning, though? It might be. I'm not sure. I'm just saying he went five innings. I can't tell if he started that game or not. But in his three victories, he went two innings against at Texas on April 10th, and he went three innings against the San Francisco Giants. So those were both in relief. So those, yeah, obviously. So. I there feel, you go. Yeah. I, first win as a starter. Congratulations. And I think that's, I mean, that's that's the first of many. Uh, this kid is just. I think I think as San Diego kind of settles into things and figures out what they're going to do with him, 
And obviously, he's a big piece of their puzzle. Yeah. I, Second youngest major leaguer the Super Regional matchups have been set. Seven and a half. I like that. Yeah. Um, NC State will play at Arkansas. Arkansas is the number one seed. 13th seed at East Carolina will play at number four Vanderbilt. Ninth seed at Stanford will play at number eight Texas Tech. Number 12 Ole Miss travels to number five Arizona. Unseeded South Florida, one of three unseeded teams in the field, goes to number two Texas. Dallas Baptist with that grand slam yesterday will play either Virginia or Old Dominion. That game is ongoing. I really hope it's Old Dominion. I really hope it's Dallas Baptist and Old Dominion. That's going to – please be Old Dominion. <laughs> I'm sorry, four unseeded teams because LSU – plays at Tennessee, number three Tennessee, um, thus assuring the SEC of at least one College World Series team. And number 10 Notre Dame goes to number seven Mississippi State. I think that LSU-Tennessee matchup is going to be really interesting because apparently Paul Maneri made some comments after the Tiger series at Lindsey Nelson earlier this year that have cropped back up. So... Mm. Could be a little extra spice to that one. As if it wouldn't have been spicy enough. Yeah, you know. How about uh how about Ole Miss's coach who has a kid on LSU's team, mm-hmm. which by the way is the weirdest thing in the history of America. Um did did it did they not watch Blindside? Like was that not in their family's viewing history? Because I'm Pretty sure they kind of tell you about how much Ole Miss and LSU hate each other. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was odd. Uh, You're amazed how much that hate can kind of go away when scholarships are on the line. Okay, if he can get a scholarship to LSU, he can get a scholarship just about anywhere. Oh, well, yes, yes, I understand that, but it may not have been offered. Who maybe. allowed him? <laughs> Nobody can, told him that gaudy yellow was in their color wheel or something. <laughs> well, I mean, can you just imagine that LSU came up with a better financial package for this kid than Daddy? Than, than no, no, I, can't. I mean, no, I can't. how do how do you explain that to mom? Yeah, exactly. He can't play here. Sorry. <laughs> he can have point seven scholarship. We don't have a full one. It's it, wild. Anyway, it, it's very interesting. Yeah, but um. So, should be a good series. It, I, th- this whole thing is gonna be good, and we get to talk about that Vanderbilt East Carolina series uh, later this week with some pretty well-known alumni, alumni, alumni from the uh, from, from the respective from the respect- programs. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. The want, Kemp brothers, the Kemp boys, Corey and Tony. They will join us uh, later this week to talk about. How much trash talk will there be between the two? I think that's going to be fun. However much they said there will be, I think there will be more. Yeah, <laughs> there will be more. Yeah. So we will uh, we'll talk to the Kemp brothers later this week about that ECU Vanderbilt series, and we will continue talking about the super regional matchups as the week drags on. <laughs> as it will. Yeah. As long as it keeps in, I'm seeing starting to see some clouds, all I'm saying. Yeah, it's getting pretty overcast out there all of a sudden. Anyway, let's take a break because when we come back, we get to talk about top five Tuesday on screen crushes. Should be fun. Join us on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Let us know on Facebook and Twitter. We'll be right back. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. 
looking for a hometown jeweler? Maybe you're new to Murray County or have been traveling 30 miles or more to have your jewelry cared for. Well, you no longer have to. Hello, this is Rick Tillis of Tillis Jewelry right here in Columbia. We're located at 105 West 7th Street in downtown Columbia. We have a full service repair shop that can repair your jewelry no matter where you purchased it. That's right. We work on all jewelry, even if you just need to clean and inspect it. That is a service that is always free of charge and done while you wait in our beautiful store. Come see me at Tillis Jewelry. You will be glad you did. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, the lustrous potentate Coach Mike, intern two Lawson Smith in the building, J.P. Plant through the, through the looking glass, on Mule Town today. He's not looking at us. No, no. Uh, when we go off the air, you can switch to 1037 and listen to JP play all the Americana and great hits of yesteryear. Yeah. Stay with us for another 10 minutes, though, please. This is going to be fun. We got we, we got Top 5 Tuesday brought to you by Mid-South 5 Fitness. Mid-South 5 Fitness with two great locations. One of them right here in Columbia. The other in franklin make sure to visit mid-south five fit uh that's on facebook it's facebook.com slash mid-south five fit give them a call 931-215-5633 or steelathletes.com that's uh steelathletes.com mid-south five fitness your top area gym for getting in shape and not sure Probably. I'd call it a gym. It's kind it's of a personal, personal trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, you can't just like go in. Like you just got to. You got to work with Dallas. So maybe I need to call him because this, you know, could probably help jump up the keto. So there you go. All right, we've got uh, top five Tuesday, and it is our on-screen crushes. Most of mine will be from my childhood, um, but I do want to mention my my honorable mention. I think. Every Southern guy's first crush was Daisy Duke. I mean, anybody who grew up watching the Dukes of Hazard, if she wasn't one of your first crushes, I, she made it a little higher than honorable mention. We for need, me, so you know. Well, for me, she wasn't. By the time I was Is watching it? her, she was. A lot older than she needed to be. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to see a definite uh, age difference here in these choices. <laughs> all right. So you, you're setting yourself up for an age discrimination. I am. Action <laughs> over there. I am. All right. Uh, anybody else honorable mentions? I don't have honorable mentions. In fact, I don't have five, so I'm so, going to sit out uh, the first round. I somehow <laughs> was able to make five. Yeah. I'll bet you yeah. were. <laughs> All right, we'll start. I'll start. Number five. Wait a minute. No, you need to go last. I go last. Yeah. Okay. I'll go last. <laughs> Let intern two go intern first. Intern two, go first. Number five. My number five is actually Megan Fox. Um, back when I was a kid, you know, she started in the Transformers. That's everyone my age at that point yep. was all over her. So no doubt. 
100% well, yeah, good one, good one. All right, Mo's sitting out this one, so coach. So Linda Carter, Wonder Woman fame. So there you, know, you go. The, the outfit and the fact that she could actually uh, hurt some people when she wanted to. <laughs> I'm going to go in that same direction with number five, Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger. Yeah. She was she was tough, boy. She was knocking <laughs> folks out and great uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> Very conservative. Yeah, most of these points. costumes did have something to do with these choices well, the costume, too. So. Her, her costume covered her complete body. Well, yeah, you, didn't know, you weren't allowed Just to know who they on, were. Right? <laughs> That's that. <laughs> Number four, Lawson. Number four is uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh, oh, back when I was a kid, watching wow. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I I don't know. She kicked some butt. So that's awesome. I feel like there's a strong yeah. woman aspect yes. of this so far. <laughs> Number four. Well, first off, I need to tip my cap to Mr. Lyle over here because he has a better memory than I do. Linda Carter probably should have been on my list. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my number four is Apollonia from Purple Rain. Okay. I, 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 can, I can see that. Yeah. Absolutely. My number four was Catherine Bachman of Daisy Duke fame. So there that you was, go. like I say, she made it a little higher than honorable mention. So <laughs> totally understandable. Uh, my number four is Julia Stiles. I think the first thing I saw her in was Ten Things I Hate About You, and yeah, she she grew up and and, and ended up in the Bourne trilogy and was just fantastic. And she's I will tell you. The only if, blonde on my list. If if I'm scrolling channels, which I'm less want to do now that I've got Hulu, but if I'm scrolling channels and I come across Save the Last Dance, that's a good one. I'm gonna stop and watch it. I think it's a fantastic movie, and and yeah, yep, that that's a good call. Lawson number three. My number three is uh, Christina Hendricks. Uh, she was on Mad Men, I believe. Um, not much to really say about that one, but was she the secretary? I, I believe so. Yeah. She was kind of a main character in that, but yeah, she, she was great. Um, my number four, uh, three, number three, excuse me. My number three be Juliana Margulies from ER. Oh, yeah. She was sent in um, The Good Wife. Good Wife, yeah. Good Wife, yep. yep. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I, I can place her in a, and a, and a new and they've got a new series of the Good Fight coming out later this month. So if you're not watching that, you should. I, I like legal dramas. <laughs> so, so do I. So yeah, bull mm-hmm. and suits yeah. and all that. So my next two are going to come from the next same show, and, oh. and this one uh, uh, was was again my only uh, blonde here was Farrah Fawcett from Charlie's Angels. I mean, come on, that <laughs> hair. If there's anything more iconic than Farrah Fawcett's Fawcett, hair. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and again, somebody not only looks good, but, but she could hurt you when she needed to. It's, 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 a, it's a strong woman thing. Yep. Um, my number three is coming out of, um, this is more Girl Next Door, Jessica Biel from Seventh Heaven. When she was in Seventh Heaven as a, I guess she was probably 17 or 18 at the time. She was big influence. I just love that show. It was a really good show, you know, mm-hmm. with the the dad being a pastor, and it just seemed like the, a wholesome family, you know. Right. So Jessica Biel, and then obviously you see Summer Catch with her and Freddie Prince Jr., and it's just a whole thing. So she liked baseball. There you go. Somebody said that. Lawson, number two. My number two is going to be uh, Kat Dennings. Uh, she, I mostly know her from uh, Two Broke Girls. Yeah. <laughs> But I think she it was. Um, I think there, she was in one. Nick and movie. Nora's uh, Infinite Playlist. That's where I loved her from. Yes. Yeah. Great movie. All right. Number two. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Yeah. I. Swordfish, baby. No explanation needed. <laughs> Number two. I go back to Charlie's Angels and and kind of the leader of the group, Jacqueline Smith. Yeah. Uh, again, pretty smart. To me, she was the smartest of the three. And and again, yeah. My number two is Tiffany Amber Thiessen, both as Kelly Kapowski and more recently as Elizabeth Burke in White Collar. Not seeing White Collar. So good. She's seen Saving by the Bell, though. Number one. My number one is going to be Scarlett Johansson. Good good choice. Can't go wrong with it. Good choice. 
Pam Greer. Oh, yeah. I could probably put her on my honorable mention list, too. The ultimate girl next door for me and stuff, Dawn Wells. Marianne mm, from Gilligan's Island. Marianne, not Ginger, huh? Nope. Okay. That's right. The, the girl All next right. door, the little country girl. I, I grew up in Oklahoma, so she was the, 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 Y'all the don't country judge girl me. and stuff. So. But Wednesday night was must-see TV for me. Because I was going to get to watch Sister, Sister. Tia and Tamara Mallory were like number freaking one. I watched that every Wednesday. Love those girls. And you got to pick one. Beautiful. How? <laughs> I don't even know which one's which. Flip a coin. <laughs> Either. It doesn't I, matter. They look exactly the same. So I don't know how Topanga from Boy Meets World wasn't on your list. I, I didn't watch Boy Meets World a whole lot. She's gorgeous and whatever, but I just... It wasn't a show I watched a whole lot of. I'll tell you who should have been on my list, and I didn't think about Winnie Cooper mm. from Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Oh, forgot about that one. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's show. Let us know on Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports or on Facebook, your on-screen crush. We'll have a poll up here in just a few minutes. Uh, we will be back tomorrow on WKOM 101.7. The Eagle 94.5. WZYX on Thursday. Check out the podcast, sm-tnsports.com. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. We will see you on the flip side. For Maurice Patton, Coach Mike, and Lawson Smith, I'm Chris Yow saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia. This is Maurice Patton with Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, and you're listening to 101.7 WK.